are you doing? <laughs> I'm learning. One of my favorite pastimes, one of my favorite things to do every single day. And that's a great question I'm going to ask you. What do you love to learn about? Uh, what, what are the things that excite you that you want to put into your life and you need to know about them? Uh, how do you like to learn? What speed do you learn at? Uh, what's the best way for you to put new knowledge into your life? And if you are a coach or a teacher or a parent or you have to get information across to people, what's the best way for people to learn? And of course, as the uh, founder of the Max International Colleges for both business and for fitness, this is not just a driving force for me, it's a necessity. I really want people to learn how to be healthy, fit and strong. I really want people to learn how to have a career or business that they love. I really want people to learn how simple it is to be financially free and secure and have a great financial plan. And I really would love people to learn, be excited about learning communication skills so you can attract great people into your life, so you can have a great relationship with yourself. And that's the four parts of the MAX program. How do I learn to be healthy, fit and strong? How do I learn to have a career or business that I love? How do I learn to be financially free and secure? And how do I learn to attract great people into my life and communicate effectively? So I have a driving force every day where I have to come up with better, more effective, faster, more simple ways to teach all of those things so that people either want to learn, can learn, have the opportunity to learn. So kind of ironic <laughs> coming from somebody who finished school I ran away from home and I'm sharing that with you not as a proud statement but just as that's my story I literally ran away from home I was younger than 15 I technically didn't go any further in school than year nine in Australia which is 14 years of age uh, and I hated school I hated sitting in a classroom and for lots of reasons but there was a kind of a few specific ones. I couldn't understand what we were learning and why. So what is this that, we're, that you're trying to teach us and why do we have to learn it and what relevance does it have to my life? And I got into a lot of trouble at school for asking those kinds of questions. Ironic, as I said, uh, since I've left school, my entire life is dedicated to learning and now I'm an educator. <laughs> I have, a, have a, an education college with this express desire, express meaning I would like people to learn fast. Uh, I want to teach, I want people to learn how to be healthy, fit and strong, have a career or business that you love, be financially free and have great relationships, be excellent at communication. So the driving force has been, how do we learn? That's the important thing to me. What drives us to learn? What do we want to learn about? And a big part of being an educator for me is not, uh, this is what we teach here. The big question for me is, what do you want to learn? So uh, often people ask me, and in fact, pretty much every day, how come you went from, at one stage, the Max International Colleges were five campuses with 23 classrooms and over... 200 people working in the organization and a lot of those people that were working were teachers they were lecturers coaches people that stood up in front of a classroom and had the desire I hope to get people to learn or they were teaching people in the hope that they would learn and what I learned the hard way what I learned the hard way <laughs> is that that kind of education became uh, very uh, inadequate and I share that very passionately because if you're a teacher, if you are an educator, if you're a parent, even if you're a boss, a, a church pastor, uh, is it possible, and these are the questions that really hit hard to me, 
If I have a group of people in a classroom or in a church congregation or in, a, in an office space and they're doing a workshop or a lecture, some kind of seminar or conference, everybody that's in that room, whether there's two people or 200 people or 2,000 people, is it possible that each one of those people is a unique individual person? And is it possible that each individual person Number one, wants to learn about different things. Now, I might be at a, at a lecture or a conference or a seminar for, let's say, sales. I need to learn how to sell. But is it possible that everybody at that conference has a different reason for wanting to sell? Now, the company might want them to learn how to sell because they need to make more sales because the company wants to make more money. But the driving force of each individual person to make sales is going to be different, yeah? It might be because they want to buy a new home or they want to send their child to a private boarding school or they want to go on a holiday or they want to have a different uh, wardrobe of clothing. Everybody does their job for a different reason. And initially, uh, because I also managed health clubs all over the world for uh, 20 plus years of my life, uh, my role was to... Uh, educate and excite and inspire people to want to get fit and strong by joining my gym. So I had to communicate with those people and what I learned that from that experience is that everybody joins the gym for a different reason. Everybody comes to a exercise facility for a different reason. So when I then obviously naturally had it wasn't a hard decision. I dedicated my life now to educating people because I had some, some major success as an exercise professional, as a health club manager, as a person in the exercise profession. And I then obviously wanted to share my experience, share my knowledge, share my skills. I wanted to be able to teach that effectively. And of course, that started with a classroom experience. But here's what I learned from the classroom experience, which then made sense when it came to people joining the gym, is everybody comes to that classroom for a different reason. Every child sitting in a classroom today in a university tutorial lecture room, in any form of school, college, university, doesn't matter. If there's people sitting in a room to learn, not one of those people is there for exactly the same reason as the person sitting next to them. And yet we seem to deliver education. Well, I don't anymore, and this is the reason why I don't. How can we possibly deliver education to a group of people who have different dreams, goals, desires, want things that they want to achieve? So everybody that came to a Max International classroom where we used to have boardroom tables of between 30 to 50 people, every single one of those people came to that room for a different reason. Some of them wanted to own a gym, some of them wanted to build a gym, some of them wanted to have a boot camp, some of them wanted to have a chain of international exercise studio, some of them wanted to have an online business, some of them wanted to have a home studio, some of them wanted to go on cruise ships, some of them wanted to just learn for their own personal experience to learn how their body worked. And yet they're all in the same classroom learning the same thing at the same time. Then the next really important question after that is, what do you want to learn? So they're all there for different reasons. Then, of course, people learn at different speeds. So some people have a really good understanding already of anatomy and physiology because they might have studied it. And other people haven't got a clue. What's a vastus medialis or what's a pectoralis major? Or I have got no idea what the endocrine system is or what does a cardiologist do? And yet the person sitting next to them might know all of those things already and they want to hurry up. And yet in a classroom experience, everybody has to learn at exactly the same time the exact same thing. 
And that didn't make any sense to me in my own classrooms. We have a curriculum, and yes, there are certain things you have to learn to become a top-level exercise professional, but we were teaching a curriculum, and here's where it became really interesting, because as the founder of the college, K-Man and I were, and because we now had five uh, colleges with 20-odd classrooms with lots and lots of lecturers, teachers, coaches, uh, we weren't teaching the students anymore. We were teaching the head lecturing team to teach the lecturing team to deliver the information. And I've got to share with you that there is nobody more passionate on this planet than me and, and my husband came in on educating people and delivering great information on how to be healthy, fit and strong. And I'll go a step further. Nobody I've ever met uh, can deliver information about anatomy and physiology, for example, better than K-Man. And I've listened to the best anatomists in the world, the best physiologists in the world, endocrinologists, cardiologists, exercise physiologists, the lot. And ironically, I'll just go one step back. <laughs> I left school because I hated school and hated learning. And every single day since I've left school, my life is dedicated to learning. My own personal learning and helping other people to learn. And I will now sit through hour-long, two-hour, three-hour-long boring lectures by boring lecturers because I'm excited about the information. But what's really cool about the K-Man, and he, he's an exercise scientist, a health scientist, a really smart scientist who can deliver that information in a really simple way. So the beautiful Albert Einstein quote, a genius will take something really complicated and make it really easy to understand. An egotist will take something really simple and make it really complicated using big words and, and big philosophies and make it almost impossible for people to even grasp a simple understanding of that concept. And that seems to be what happens in most of the university lecture, lectures that I listen to now. There's a whole heap of big words and, and stuff that nobody understands. But in the max colleges, the people who are the most passionate about delivering the information and sharing the knowledge with passion and enthusiasm and excitement we were no longer delivering it. We were, it was kind of through the lecture team and then through the... And I didn't want people to learn like that. And this is what happened. And why I'm asking you if you are a teacher, a parent, a coach, a lecturer, a university professor, anybody who's involved in education, should we be really conscious and aware of, number one, what the people in the classroom want to learn? And this is why I don't have classrooms anymore. Because when there's a group of people, you have to spread your passion, enthusiasm, excitement around the room. I cannot focus on more than one person at a time. And even a great teacher or a great lecturer, the people who are the best presenters in the world, uh, cannot make every person in the room feel like they're specially important and worthwhile because you can't maintain eye contact, open body language, actively listen, genuinely be interested in the other person when there's more than one person which is why we don't have classrooms at Max anymore. And it became very, I became very aware of this when in a classroom situation there were people arguing in one corner about exercise selection and in another corner there were people who didn't even know what they were talking about. They didn't even know what those exercises were. So these people were sitting here getting nothing. Those people were arguing with each other and then arguing with the lecturer and there were other people who were doodling and playing on their phones and, and being totally disengaged because even though the curriculum was the same for everybody, everybody was there for a different reason. 
So number one, different reason. Number two, different speed of, of learning. So some people not only have already got information, they don't want to go over it again because they know it already or they've got a good understanding of it or they've been working with it for a long time and they want to move on. And there's other people that want more information, but they feel like they can't ask questions because these people are pushing the speed along. Well, I don't think any of that works. I think that every unique individual person sitting in that classroom, and that's why we don't have classrooms, uh, every unique individual person has the right to get taught, to learn, to be educated, to be trained at their speed in the areas that they're interested in and not the things that they don't want to learn or they've already got experience in or they've got already got a general understanding about. So I wanted to understand what's the best way for everybody to learn, not in a classroom with 30 people because I knew that didn't work. There were too many people getting left behind, too many people getting bored because they wanted to go faster. Too many people that learned at a different speed. And then the, the next one is in different ways. So as a human brain, you will have, you personally, will have a, a, a driving force for learning in a particular area. So it'll be a, about a particular topic or subject or something that you're excited about. And then it will be that you prefer to watch or you prefer to listen or you prefer to do or you prefer to touch it and taste it and do it yourself. Uh, we have different communication styles as human beings, but we also have different ways that we want to learn. So some people learn by seeing, some people learn by doing, some people learn by hearing, some people learn by touching, and some people even by, t by tasting and smelling. I'm one of those people that has an amazing ability to remember because of smell. I, have, I learn by smell and I can remember smells from years ago. My brain is just wired that way, which means a lot of the time when I'm learning, uh, if I'm learning something, for example, just recently I was running along with my beautiful puppy dog and we were listening to a lecture on neuroscience while we were running. And when I came back and listened to that lecture again, which I often do because I love listening to things twice, when you love learning it's like a great song or a great joke, you want to hear it over and over. When I came back and listened to it again, I could smell the green grass and the sheep that we had run past, Giorgio and I, when we were running outside. I could actually smell it again. And it helped me learn because I remembered exactly where I was, exactly what I was listening to in that particular part of the lecture. And it helped me learn it because I had a smell to connect it to. And I'm sharing that with you because other people, or you might be thinking right now, Roy, what are you talking about? How do you learn by smell? Other people, it's by taste. They remember a taste from somewhere they went or a meal they had and somebody was talking about something and they remember whatever they learned at that meal because they remember what they were eating at the time and what it tasted like. Now, you might be thinking, what are you talking about, Rowie? How can you learn by tasting? But if you're one of those people that learns by taste, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So as an educator, I had to really dig deep and I'm hoping that you as a parent, a teacher, coach, boss, church pastor, the same thing. Number one, people learn for different reasons, yeah? They learn at different speeds. They learn in different ways. So whether it's by hearing or touching or tasting or looking or doing. And then what about not just the different topics, but there's different areas of the topics. So they can say, well, that person's interested in anatomy or that person's interested in business or that person's interested in in rock climbing, but which area of rock climbing, which mountain do they want to climb? Uh, what business do they want to get into? Uh, how big do they want the business to be? How much uh, money do they want to invest into the business? How much money do they want the business to make? So 
So even if you've got a room full of people that want to open a business, which is what we used to have at Max, we'd have room, yes, I definitely want to open a business. But each business was different. Each business had a different goal and a different uh, future and a different a number of people they wanted to employ and a different product and a different service. Well, there are some fundamentals to business, but ultimately, the best way to, to learn about business surely is about your business, not a generic business setup. So it became very clear to me for lots of reasons, but number one, I'd been to school and hated it and realized the reason that I hated it was, I'm going to share it with you again, if you could just consider, if you're a parent, you've got kids in school, uh, we often, I used to get in trouble at school as a rebel for being a naughty girl. Uh, is it possible though that if you are bored, you're looking for ways to entertain yourself so you could be naughty? <laughs> Is it possible that the information is being delivered to you in a boring way or the person who's delivering it isn't excited about the information that, and I certainly was, I was accused of being a naughty girl because the person often, that the teacher that was teaching me wasn't excited about the topic. One of the big things for me at Max and the reason again why we don't have classrooms and other lecturers is nobody is more excited about being healthy, fit and strong than I am. I've never met anybody anybody more excited than me. I've never met anybody more excited than K-Man about how to deliver information in an easy to understand way. And Savvy, who's the other personal coach at Max, and that's what we do here now. We don't have classrooms, we have personal coaching. Savvy is uh, his driving force, or one of his core values, his contribution. He loves to help people have a successful business. And he will, he, I, I would go a step and say, not only will he help you have a successful business, he'll go to the ends of the earth and do everything required to make sure that you have a successful business, if that's what you want. Uh, where it becomes interesting, I think, from an educator's point of view or a teacher's point of view, if you've got a group of people in front of you that aren't interested in learning, uh, maybe you don't, you're not excited about teaching. But is it possible that the reason the people aren't interested in learning is that the information that's being delivered to them isn't being delivered in a way that either they're excited about or it's not what they're excited about or it's being delivered too fast or too slow or not being delivered in a way that they like. So if you really want to learn, you personally, would it be a really good idea to ask this question? What am I wanting to learn about? <laughs> Now, I wasn't particularly interested in geography or history or economics or maths, particularly not maths. I hated it. But now that I'm in business, now that, I ha that I'm, a, a, uh, I'm an educator, now that I'm, uh, and particularly when I ran health clubs, I had to answer to a PL. I had to be very interested in economics and very interested in maths and very excited about all the things at school that I wasn't excited about. I went and ran health clubs in in Belgium, in France, in the UK, in, in uh, Australia, in the USA, I had to know about geography. Uh, but not I didn't want to learn it out of a book. I wanted to go and do it because I'm a bit more of a doer than a learner out of a book. Uh, so is it possible that we all have to learn stuff for a start? So there's the have to part. Uh, but should that have to be connected to what we want to do? So if you've got a lousy, stinking, rotten job that you don't like, you might have to go to seminars and workshops and lectures to learn about how to be better at what you do. And you might not enjoy them because it's not what you want to learn about. But if it's something that you're excited and passionate about because you, this subject, this topic, this thing, uh, you, you want to learn about it, is it possible that your brain will be more open to learning? Now, there's a, a really great thing to consider. So what do you want to learn? Why do you want to learn it? then what's your learning style? Do you prefer to watch? Do you prefer to listen? Do you prefer to do? Do you prefer to 
smell, touch, taste. What's your best learning style? And at Max, we always talk about accelerated learning. So my learning style, uh, I really love to watch and I really love to smell. But if I then listen and then I do, is it possible that I'm more likely to learn faster? It's called accelerated learning. And should everybody have, have access to accelerated learning? Uh, so what do you want to learn? Why do you want to learn it? What's the best method for you to learn? Uh, what's your best speed of learning? Uh, some people want to read the whole sentence of every single book. Other people want to skim it. Other people want to watch it. Other people want to listen to it. Other people connect the listening with the watching with the learning, with accelerated learning. But it's no good if, if, a, if there's a lecturer standing at the front of the classroom and everybody has to listen and sit on their backside. And this is a really interesting one for me because my next question is, what position do you learn best in? And please, if you're a teacher... <laughs> The human body was never designed to sit, yeah? Just logically think about it. What, what happens to our body in the seated position? We bend it in the middle and we support our most powerful muscles with a chair. Our most powerful muscles that are meant to move, we sit them down and they do nothing. And then we expect our brain to work effectively when we put a big kink in our body. <laughs> Is it possible that the human body will learn better and our brain will be more effective in the upright position? Uh, coming from a lady who never sits down, my only two positions are lying down and standing up or walking or sprinting or running. The only time I sit down... Uh, is if I have to, so if I'm, I'm on a plane, but even if I'm on a plane, I always ask for an aisle seat so I can stand up as quickly as possible. I hate sitting down. So for me to go to a lecture and even to a concert, uh, I always, came in, always books our seats at a concert uh, so that we're in a standing position and if we have to have sit-down seats, we always stand at the side because I hate sitting down. I don't learn well, I don't function well, I just hate sitting. And yet, most classrooms in the world, most lecture theatres, most schools, most universities have chairs and desks and everybody sits down. Why? Uh, there's not too much argument. In fact, there's no argument that the brain works better when we're in the upright position. And obviously, your body has to work harder. Uh, it's the reason why we've created chairs, obviously. I can't stand up or I get too tired. Is it possible that we get too tired because we're not strong enough to stand up? So how about we get into the upright position so we have better blood flow, better oxygen supply, better nutrient supply, our brain works better so we can function better to learn. So there's a great question. What position do you learn best in? What environment do you learn best in? Uh, and there's two parts to this. It could be that you learn, uh, and I'll go first of all with timing. Some people learn better in the morning. Some people are better, are better in the evening. Uh, there are some people that just their brain is alive and functioning at six o'clock in the morning and they take all their information and it's awesome for them. There's other people who their brain doesn't even wake up till three o'clock in the afternoon and by midnight their brain is alive and functioning, whereas this group of people are fast asleep already. So we seem to have schools, for example, what, nine till three school time. Well, what if that doesn't fit in with your learning, the, the way your body functions? Do we have to get into the habit of that or should we be creating learning environments that suit the human body rather than putting everybody into a box? I like the idea of people creating their own box rather than sit inside this box and learn this way. So there's the time of the day and then there's the environment. And again, the other reason why I don't have classrooms anymore at an international fitness business college and I used to have the coolest classrooms ever. My classrooms were painted bright. They had the most beautiful uh, motivational quotes on the wall. We had bright artwork. We had uh, 
screens going all the time with really exciting motivational quotes and colors going through them. I used to have coffee and tea and also literally five different kinds of teas and three different kinds of coffees and three different kinds of milk and 10 different kinds of fruit and muesli bars. And I created a fantastic environment, the best classrooms I've ever been to. But what's the use of having a classroom filled with all fun, happy, positive things when somebody wants to learn sitting on the top of a mountain? What if somebody wants to learn best in their kitchen? They like this view. What if somebody likes to learn sitting on the beach? What if somebody likes to learn in the backyard? What if somebody likes to learn uh, in their bedroom? What if somebody likes to learn in their office space? Everybody's got a different environment that inspires them to learn. So it's lovely to create a lovely school or a lovely classroom, but what if that's not what excites people to learn? So here's the really important thing. What do you want to learn? Why do you want to learn it? What's the driving force? And could it, could it be more reason to learn if you've got lots of driving forces to want to learn? What's your style of learning? What's your speed of learning? What environment do you like to learn in? What's the best time of day for you to learn? And each, the, the questions are all the same, but the answers are going to be different for every person, Yeah. Every student, every university student, every Max International exercise professional or business professional, I ask the same questions, but every single answer is different. So that's why we no longer have college classrooms. But the most important reason for that is every individual person learns in a different way at a different speed for a different reason. But a classroom environment is the most dysfunctional in regards to real life. And I say that as a statement because please consider, if you want to be a top-level exercise professional, whether you're going to own your own facility or work for somebody else, do you have to be self-motivated, self-inspired, self-driven and self-educated? Or do you need somebody to hold your hand, tell you what to do, manage you, make sure you show up for work, tell you what time to come, tell you what to wear? I'll rephrase the question. There might be some businesses that tell you what time to arrive and tell you what to wear and tell you what you have to do and what exercise programs you have to write and what kind of person you have to be. And what if you don't want to live in that environment? What if that's too structured for you and you want to have your own business? And or if you are in that business where you are told when to arrive, what to wear, how much money to earn, when you can have lunch, what hours you have to work, when you can go on holidays, all of that. Is it possible that you have to be able to work, still be self-motivated and self-monitored? And I'll ask a different question. If you are self-motivated, self-educated, and you can monitor yourself, do you become more valuable to the business? The people that need to be managed, the people that need to be told, make sure you arrive on time and they need a manager to check that they do. Make sure that you go to lunch now and they need a manager to tell them to go to lunch. Have you worn your uniform today and they need a manager to tell them to wear their uniform. Is it possible that they are not very valuable to the business? See, that's what happens in a classroom. And that really hit me like a big fat sledgehammer over the head. We are telling people who want to be, and ultimately people who come to Max are people who don't want to have a boss and they don't want to be controlled by somebody. They either want to run their own business or they want to be a subcontractor in a gym or they want to uh, 
do something exciting that's never been done before in business or in the exercise profession. And here we were telling them, this is when you have to arrive, this is when you can have lunch, this is when class finishes, this is what we're going to be studying today, this is the speed that we're going to study it at, these are the people that you have to get on with because they're the 30 or 40 people in the classroom with you at the moment. We even had a uniform. I want people to be professional, so we set up a, a you had to wear a suit and tie to come to a max classroom. Whew. And then we sent them out into the world where they had to be self-motivated, self-inspired, self-educated, self-driven and ambitious but we set, we set them up to fail because we held their hand all the way through the program and told them exactly what to do and then hoped that when they went out into the exercise profession, out into the real world and started their business, they could be self-motivated. Well, of course, that doesn't work. <laughs> this computer here, this is the classroom. The beautiful thing about your phone or your, or your laptop is you can take it anywhere. So this is why Max is the way it is. And I'm asking please to consider if you are an educator, a teacher, a parent, a coach, a pastor, every single person that you come in contact with, would it be a really good idea to find out why they are in your, why they, are, they need to learn? One of the important parts of being accepted into the Max program, it's the number one question that we ask, what do you want to do? And everybody's different. I can't put 30 people in a classroom that have 30 different goals and then try and teach them generically. I don't think that's fair. And I think it's irresponsible if I'm really, really passionate about those people wanting to have the success, the outcome of the education. It's probably a better question. Do we educate for the sake of learning and educating or do we educate people so they have an outcome? So what they've learned gives them a result. It's like teaching people about eating and exercise. It's not the eating and exercise and being fit and strong. It's what's the result going to be? If I learn this and do this and I'm educated in this area and I actually apply it, what result will I get? And that's the purpose of the Max program in the Max Colleges is when you want to, if you tell us, yes, I want to be an exercise professional, our next question is always, well, exactly, specifically, what is it that you want to do? Then the next part of what we've changed is most education starts here and finishes here. Does it? <laughs> How can you possibly become an exercise professional, a business person, uh, a doctor, a lawyer, a cardiologist, a brain surgeon, an accountant, an engineer, it doesn't matter. Start learning here, stop learning here. Isn't it start learning here and keep learning for the rest of your life? Uh, doesn't matter what profession you're in, doesn't, don't things change? Uh, unfortunately, we have a lot of people who call themselves uh, personal trainers and, and fitness people, and they did a, a short education course, and that's the last education they did, and they say, well, I've got 30 years experience, or is it one year of experience repeated 30 times? Because they did that first bit of learning, and they haven't done any learning since. As an exercise professional, my driving force is constant learning. How can I make it easier to understand, faster to understand? How can I explain it more simply? When something, and there's all sorts of new things that happen all the time. But in my career path, the big one, of course, is that when I first started as an exercise professional, everybody, including the top brain surgeons in the world, said that you, there was no such thing as neurogenesis. You couldn't grow new brain cells. Well, in 1999, in the very late 90s, that all changed. So imagine if I was still, what I'd learned before when I, when I first did my first course, no brain cells can't be replaced. There's no such thing as neurogenesis. I would still believe that and I would be wrong because I hadn't kept learning. I'm really passionate about this for a reason. I think that our education system needs to have some really serious questions asked about it. 
And if you are a parent, if you're a if you are a teacher in that system, is it time to ask those important questions? Why are these people here? What do they want to learn? Why do they want to learn it? What speed do they want to learn at? What's the best environment for them to learn in? What's the best learning modality that they want? Are they listeners or, or watchers or smellers or touchers or tasters or doers? What time of the day is best for them? And then ultimately, because of the outcome, what do we really need to teach them? And if we teach them in a group and we teach them group think, how will they become independent, powerful people who can survive on their own? And that's what happened to a lot of my Max exercise professionals and my Max business people, is we gave them this really structured education in a classroom at a certain time on a certain day with a certain amount of information. And then they had to go into a world where they had to be self-disciplined and self-inspired and self-motivated. It's also the reason why we have ongoing lifetime education at Max. Once you are a Max student, once you're accepted into the Max program, you can keep studying and learning for the rest of your life. I'm learning every day. <laughs> so if you want to learn every day, I want to share with you what I'm learning. And the beautiful thing there is, as I shared, K-Man can, can explain the tough topics in the most simple way possible. So if you get a tough topic and you don't understand it, all you've got to do is give him a call. He will answer your call. He will answer your email and you can have a great conversation about it. Uh, every part of what you do here at Max, it's, and I do these every day. I'm talking to, my, to you, to my students every single day because I'm learning every day. So this, if whatever I learn today can be applied into your life and make your business more successful or your, your health, healthy, fit, strong body even healthier and fitter and stronger, that's what we're here for. So it's an interesting question though because people say then, Rowie, what you're suggesting is that everybody should learn online. No. <laughs> Some people learn very well with a screen or with a phone. And the reason I know that is I have students who are accepted into the MAX program. We ask them what they want to do. They share with us what their goal is. We set them up on the program and they do all the sessions and they do all the quizzes and they do all the, the missions and they do their final knowledge check and they do their final exercise session. They do their business plan and they do their business diploma and they have no contact with us at all. There are some people that can be self-educated and they are self-driven, self-inspired. They do not need any help at all. And they're the ones that get really bored in a classroom because they don't want to be in the speed with everybody else. There are other people who they start the program and they want to talk to me every single day. So I've got some people who talk to me never and some people who talk to me every single day. See, that's somebody talks to me every day. That's not an online program. That's a that's a face-to-face -face program. Now, it might be on Zoom and it might be on the phone or it might be on Skype or some of my students, it's face-to-face because -face we live in the same place. But ultimately, when it comes to education, yes, you can learn on your own. But do you need somebody to help you? And I think there's a lot of people who do. I love that I live in a house with, a, with an exercise scientist. I can knock on K-Man's office door and ask him any question I want at any time about any part of anatomy and physiology and we can have a discussion about it. So can you. <laughs> Max is not an online program. A lot of people share with me, oh, I don't want to study uh, in a, on an online program. I need to have the environment of a classroom. Well, I'm asking you to please consider how ineffective a classroom is. And I, I'm coming from a very passionate place on that because I saw so many people in a classroom situation get left behind and other people get bored because the, the, the progress was too slow. 
There's also the time of day. When you go to a classroom, you have to come at this time. What if that time doesn't suit you? Uh, it might be, let's say it's, it's school and it's nine till three. What if you have a job from nine till five? You can't go. Uh, what if you have a job from nine till five and there's class uh, every night from seven till nine, but it's a two hour drive down the road or seven till nine if it's only a five minute drive down the road. But when are you going to exercise? When are you going to eat your dinner? When are you going to spend time with your family? Uh, the, the purpose of education is that it fits into your lifestyle, not you have to fit into your education which is the other reason why we change from being face-to-face -face classrooms to being personal coaching. Uh, and I'm asking, if you are a teacher, if you're a parent, could you please ask your students, your athletes, your kids, your congregation, each individual person, not the group, each individual person, why are you coming to church? Why are you coming to school? Why are you here in this course or at this workshop or at this seminar? What's the purpose? What do you want to learn? What do you want the outcome of your education to be? What's the best learning environment for you? What speed do you like to learn at? What do you like best? Do you like listening? Do you like watching? Do you like doing? Do you like touching? Do you like tasting? Uh, which position do you like to be in? So do you need to be in the upright positions or do you need to be walking around? I'll just use that as a quick side note. I now have a tread desk. So I'm, I, when I'm educating, I'm, I'm moving. And I'm often outside when I'm listening to lectures. I'm literally outside in the fresh air and the sunshine. I would never sit in a classroom to learn because I think it's just a ridiculous place to learn. Sitting down with no fresh air and no sunshine might make sense to you, but it doesn't make any sense to me. So should we ask all of those questions and then how do we customise and tailor and personalise education to each individual student. So if you're a teacher in a school where there's 20, 30, 40 kids in a classroom, and some classrooms now there's up to 100 kids in a classroom because there'll be four teachers and 100 students, uh, here's the question. Do you know all of their names? Do you know what they want to do with their life? Do you know what their goals are? And I just think that's a given. And the reason I can say that so passionately is having managed health clubs all of my life and had up to 1,500 members... I would know every single name of my member, every member, and every one of their goals, short-term, medium-term, and long-term. And I didn't have to remember them and, and learn them and be able to memorize them. But everybody that I came in contact with, they were the questions that I asked. What do you want? Why are you here? What's your short-term goal? What's your next goal? What's your long-term goal? And then everything about them that I could possibly find out. Now, 1,500 people didn't come to my classroom at the same time. I understand that. But in one day, there could be 500 people that would come over the course of the day to my health club. And I wanted to have a personal interaction with each one of those. And I think in school, that would be awesome. Wouldn't it be nice if your teacher had a personal interaction with you? They knew your name and they knew what you were studying for. Then, because we all learn at different speeds and for different reasons, I watched just recently an awesome session on neuroscience by a professor of neuroscience who made this suggestion. And just as a quick background, he, his mother was told that he shouldn't be born because he was going to be born mentally deficient. When he was born, uh, the, the doctor's medical professional said, take this child home and look after it and love it, but it's never going to make anything of itself. And yes, as a little boy, he did walk slowly and he did speak much slower than everybody else and it took, it, it took him longer to learn. But I, I think you heard the end of the story. He's ended up as a professor of neuroscience. <laughs> And he puts it so beautifully, when he was given the opportunity to learn in the way that he liked to learn, 
He didn't do well at school because he couldn't keep up with the smart kids, but he was faster than, than some of the other kids. So he just got lost. And that's what happened to a lot of my students at the Max Colleges. They just got lost because they weren't here and they weren't here. In education, we seem to focus on the kids that are going too slow and we focus on the really smart kids. But the ones in the middle, what about them? What about every unique individual person gets the education that they need? So this professor made it very clear that he, and he, he shares this, I scraped through primary school, scraped through high school, scraped into university. But when I got to university, I could study at my speed and I could study the things that I was excited about, which I related to that, of course, because that's exactly what happened to me. I hated school, but when I could study the things that I was excited about, I became an avid learner. <laughs> I wanted to learn. Uh, and so he has now become, the, he, and I would say in my headspace, one of the leading experts in the world on education for our, our, our kids. And I don't like to use the word kids, just our, our future adults. And his recommendation is that, yes, we should know about each individual and we need to, give, give, need to give them individual attention. So he's designed a program and he calls it uh, artificial intelligence. It's a robot program, but it comes on a laptop. So each individual student, you might still have a classroom with a teacher, for example, but each individual student has their own robot. And the robot is designed for you to work at your speed at the mode that you like, the, the um, kinesthetic, auditory, visual mode that you like, uh, in an environment that you like, and it only pushes you enough. So I'll give you an example. If, if you don't learn enough, you get bored. So you have no dopamine. Dopamine is that reward drug that makes you feel good and gets you excited about doing more. But if you're bored, there's no dopamine being produced. So the neurotransmitter that excites you to do it again isn't produced. So if you don't learn enough or you don't learn fast enough, you don't get enough dopamine. If it's too hard, you, you don't get a dopamine release because you give up. It's too hard. And is it possible that that happens to a lot of a lot of our kids too, where they have to learn at a speed that doesn't suit them about a, a topic that they're not interested in, and they have to, there's an expectation they're going to learn it by this time, and it's all too hard. So they just give up and freeze, which is the other response to stress. We either get excited and we want to go, or we stress and we freeze. So the purpose of this artificial intelligence is that it taps into each individual's learning style and learning speed. So let's just say I'm, I'm learning my ABCs and I learn from A to M, but I'm, I don't, I'm stuck past M. If I give you A to Z, that's going to be too hard and I'm going to give up. If I just give you ABC, I'm going to be bored. No dopamine reward transmitter, so I, I give up. It's boring. But if I know my A to M and you just give me N-L-O-P-Q and just the next little bit, so I can just learn a little bit at a time, I'm more likely to want to keep learning. And for a group situation, I think that's really awesome. But particularly if you're doing one-on-one -on -one learning and particularly if you're a max exercise professional, whether it's business or an exercise professional, at max, that's how the program's designed. You can watch it, you can listen to it, you can read it. So there's, there's reading material on every topic and every session. You can watch the session, you can listen to the session. So you can take your laptop and watch it on a mountain on the beach, at the gym, in your kitchen, or you can stick it in your ear while you're traveling, while you're cleaning, while you're doing the housework, while you're hiking on a mountain, while you're walking on the beach, while you're walking on the treadmill at the gym. So you can study by visual or auditory. You can read the notes if you want to. Some people prefer to have handwritten notes or they have the notes in their hand is what I meant to say. And every session's got notes. 
But the next really important part of that is when you have a question, <laughs> when you want to make a statement, when you're excited about something, that's when you pick up the phone. That's the personal connection. Now, some people I get don't need the personal connection, but other people do. And if that's you, you need to pick up the phone. You need to type me an email. You need to send me a text message to say, please call me. Please email me. I want, a con- I want contact. I want personal help. And that's where I, as, as an educator and as a private school educator, it made it so much easier for me because I can then set up the rules myself. This is the curriculum. This is what you have to learn. But I want you to learn it for your reason. Not learn some generic information to get a qualification, but I, I would like you to get your business diploma that will set you up to have your successful business. And what is that? I would like love for you to be a qualified exercise professional to do what it is that you want to do. And there's a very different education owning your own personal training studio to being an exercise professional for a sporting team to being an exercise professional in a franchise situation to being a home uh, studio owner or being a boot camp uh, business owner. They're all different. So we customize and tailor each part of the program to suit you and your business, to suit you and your learning speed, to suit you and the way you want to learn, to suit you and the time of the day. I have some students that study first thing in the morning. They wake up five o'clock, study for three hours, then they go to the beach for the rest of the day. I have some students that don't wake up till after midday and then they study all afternoon and they watch television all night. I have some people that don't wake up till four o'clock in the afternoon and then they study till four o'clock in the morning. And isn't that awesome? Why should I tell somebody when to study or where to study or what speed to study at? I want you to have all of those things customized. And here's for the most important reason. Because when you have your own business or when you have a career, you have to be self-motivated, self-inspired, self-educated, self-driven. Because if you're not, you're not very valuable to an organization. Would that be fair? And you're very, you just can't have your own business. If you're not self-motivated and self-driven, self-disciplined, you can't have your own business. It'll never work. So the program is now, our program, the Max International College program is now set up and designed so that you personally get everything that you need to have the outcome that you want. The other really cool thing about that is that some people start off and they think they want to be a, a pick one, they want to be a group exercise instructor. And by the time they finish the program, they want to own a, a chain of multinational gyms around the world. Awesome. We changed the program to suit. If somebody starts off and they want to be an exercise professional and never run a business and they get halfway through the program, they go, no, no, I want to have an online business and I want to be selling nutritional products. Well, it's a completely different education now. So we customize and tailor the program to suit the changes that you make as you go through the program. If you are a teacher, if you are an educator, should you be please aware of your students why they're there, what their goals are, what's important to them. There's my little puppy dog, Broody. And I'll just use that as an example. He's just popped in from having a drink. Uh, I've got four dogs, and they're all different, and they all learn differently. They eat for different reasons. They exercise for different reasons. They cuddle at different times. They're all unique individual dogs with different personalities, and I have to treat them differently. As an educator, I think that that whole concept takes on a whole new, really important understanding. Each individual student, each individual person that comes into your life, are they different? Do they want different things for different reasons? Do they learn at different speeds in different environments with different, uh, whether it's seeing, touching, tasting, smelling, whatever it is, the way that they learn? 
and then what's the outcome and then make sure that we give them the outcome. Wouldn't it be awesome if I start at primary school at five and my teacher says to me, what do you want to be when you finish school? What are you excited about doing with your life? And then even if my, my ideas change, so at five I want to be a rocket scientist, by the time I'm seven I want to be a policeman, and by the time I'm 13 I want to be a movie star, and by the time I'm 25 I want to be a lawyer. Wouldn't it be nice if our education went with us, not we have to fit into our education? So whatever you're doing about learning, if you want to grow more, do you need to know more? If you want to earn more, do you need to learn more? But ultimately, if you want to become a fitter, stronger, healthier person with a business or career that you love, being financially free and having great relationships, could that be a learning process? The best in the world know they can always get better. So even if you're highly educated, is it possible that you need to keep learning? And I'm very privileged. I live in a house with a man who's got a master's degree in health science and he's constantly learning. We've got a bookshelf full of books and every single day we're listening, listening, learning, touching, smelling, tasting, doing new things and learning new things because we want to keep getting better at what we do. So how about you? What are you learning for? What are you excited about learning? What environment do you want to learn in? What time of the day do you want to learn? What way do you want to learn best? Do you want to watch it? Do you want to listen to it? Do you want to read it? Do you want to dance it? Do you want to sing it? Uh, I've got a beautiful example. One of my max exercise professionals did her entire program when she did a final max missions. They came to me in poetry. Every single part of the program, she'd written a poem about it. Everything from anatomy to physiology to marketing to nutrition to professional presentation to risk management to first aid, everything was in a poem because that's her genius. She's a poet. You might sing songs. You might... Uh, and I'll give you another example. Uh, the, the vinyl missions at Max, you can do them as visual. So you can do a video, you can do an audio, you can do written. Or you and I can have a conversation. Uh, if, if it's too complicated to do any of those things, we're just going to have a conversation. And you can share with me your passion and your enthusiasm for what you've learned. Because the outcome of your education with Max is that whatever you want to do with your life, you achieve it. I want you to be healthy, fit and strong and help other people to do the same. I'd love you to have a career or business that you're passionate about. I would love you to be financially free and secure. And I would love you to have great relationships and have great communication skills to keep those relationships healthy. That's what the MAX program is about. But whatever you want to learn, whatever you're passionate about learning, please demand of your educator that they know what you want, why you want it, how you learn best, and make sure that you are given the opportunity, opportunity to learn in your way. Your way. What are you passionate about learning? Could that be the ultimate question?